Hey, Dream Builders, welcome back to another awesome episode of the Dream Design Podcast with Amy Lee. I'm your host, Amy Lee Westervelt, and today I have a fantastic guest, one that I've been fangirling my own for quite some time. Stephanie Bellinger is joining me. She is a mentor for spiritual entrepreneurs and new earth leaders. She's also a trainer of NLP and the creator of Spiritual Boss Babe, one of the largest online communities and podcasts serving tens of thousands of spiritual entrepreneurial women around the world. She works with visionary leaders, healers, coaches, and impact makers, helping them quantum leap their impact and income and create a life and business that sets their soul on fire. I cannot wait for you to meet Stephanie right after this. You're listening to the Design Your Dreams podcast with Amy Lee, the show that challenges you to stop chasing your dreams and start designing them. As the dream design coach, I've helped thousands of high-achieving creatives reconnect with their inner blueprint to design, manifest, and live the life of their dreams. Each week, I invite powerhouse creators who have built their dream businesses to come and share their words of wisdom and stories of courage. It is my hope that through the journeys of these incredible dream builders, you too will be inspired to design and build a life and business beyond your wildest dreams. Welcome, Stephanie. Hey, Amy. Thank you so much for having me here. I'm so excited and can't wait to jam out. I know. I'm so excited to have you here. I'm just like basking in your energy. Oh my gosh. It's not every day that I get that, right? Like usually people, like I'm the one that has the like, you know, bigger energy, but like here, I'm just like, I feel like I'm in the sun. It's great. (laughs) Um, Okay. So what I always like to ask people, because what we're really doing on this show is we're really trying to inspire women that you don't have to necessarily follow the status quo. And that there are a lot of people that have different things on their hearts, um, especially in the light worker field, right? Where like, we know that we're meant for something bigger. Hello, source, I see you. Um, we are meant for something. I scratch my nose whenever source is present. So if you mm. see that parents, I'm not picking my nose. It's <laughs> acknowledging. Um, and so a lot of women, you know, they don't really have the landscape or like the map of what it looks like to be able to do what you really feel called to do and what you're inspired to do. So I would love for you to tell the folks here, tell the folks at home, um, how do you become, or what was your trajectory to becoming a spiritual mentor um, and transformational coach? Mm. Well, I have a pretty lengthy story, but um, I, I don't know that I, I mean, I didn't initially see this on my path, obviously, like many people, like they go on a journey to really, really step into their purpose. I believe we are our purpose and it evolves with us. Um, But I didn't exactly see it evolving to this. Um, I started my personal and spiritual growth journey when I was a teenager. I was in a really abusive relationship when I was 14 to 20. Um, And that's when I developed a lot of different practices like meditation. I was communicating with spirit guides. I was connecting with my higher self. I was started working out. I lost a lot of weight. And so I completely transformed my mind, body, and soul during the relationship to be able to gain the strength to leave. So after I left, I I basically decided, I, I declared actually to my higher self and God that this, I declared this a little bit before I left that. I promise that when I get out of this, I will make the rest of my life the best of my life. I will always do what I love and I'll help people in some way. Um, And I'll share my gifts. 
And so uh, fast forward, at that time I was a makeup artist and I, because art, I'm an artist first and foremost, and um, I always wanted to do something with my art. And so I started down that path of being a makeup artist, supporting women, and also just feeling really confident in their skin and um, like feeling really good about themselves. Uh, not that you need makeup to feel good about yourself, but you know what I mean? <laughs> Then it led me to eventually, I'm like shortening this story so much, becoming a personal trainer. Um, when I was living in New York City, I, after a few other business ventures didn't go as planned or I shifted directions or whatever, I decided to become a personal trainer because I had always said if I didn't do something with my art, I would do something to to really impact people in some way. As I was personal training, I realized that I, well, I always knew I wanted to work for myself. I did not want to stay working for someone else. I knew that from like a long, long time. But as I was personal training, I was realizing I was helping people with way more than just their body and like their nutrition. I was helping them with their mindset and like really getting into that. And throughout this whole time, I was into my spirituality, all the Oracle decks and the crystals. Like I just kept that kind of on the DL. That was just like my thing. And Around um, 2015, I was introduced to uh, psychedelics, to working with psychedelics, plant medicine for healing and expansion. And I was already doing my own personal development for healing from the trauma I experienced in the past. I was doing EMDR therapy, EFT, hypnosis, and I was really committed to um, to really healing and shifting what I what was um, I guess off balance in my psyche and in my body from what happened. And I was making great strides and eventually it was led to plant medicine. And after I had my first experience with plant medicine, everything made sense. It was like, holy shit. Now I completely understand all my whole journey leading up to that point. It was as if my soul was literally guiding me to that level of awareness because the way that my consciousness expanded and opened up in that experience, I just had this inner knowing of, oh, yep, this is what I'm meant to do. Like, this is what I'm going to do. And I remember telling a friend uh, around that time, I want to bring all these women together I to that are like, you know, looking for their purpose, like committed to living out their purpose and creating their dreams. And I want to bring all this spiritual woo-woo people together because I know they're all out there. I just don't know many of them. And that's what inspired me to create my spiritual boss babes community, which is how this was all born. Because I didn't know exactly what I was going to offer. For a while, I was trying to blend personal like fitness and mindset. But um, that's like what it was born and then I just realized what, how I could help people and what to offer and started sharing different things and um, sharing my own journey because I've been through many transformations uh, inside and out and connecting to the source of who I am and getting my business out there and everything like that. And so basically that's how I started. <laughs> and so and just like, I felt like I was on every step of the journey with you when you were talking about that. And, and, you know, um, having the, the essay, uh, history that I have, you know, I've done EMDR, obviously I'm, you know, like you neuroenergetic certified, all that stuff. So I've done all the EFT and, and it's true. Like you, you get to this point where you're just like, oh my gosh, like I can't ever see it the way I saw it again. Right. Like mm -hmm. I just have a completely different 
perspective. And I love that you talked about the plant medicine piece, because mm-hmm. I think, I think plant medicine gets such a bad rap. It gets such a stereotype. Really? Oh yeah. I think it's funny. I guess not in my like realm <laughs> because I'm like surrounded by people who facilitate and who talk about it. Well, like, I mean, obviously for me, I think where you are like out of the cosmic closet, like, you know, running around, like totally, you know, like knowing who you are. I think that myself and maybe some of my, my viewers and stuff, they're just kind of like creeping out, you know, kind of sticking mm. their eyes out a little bit. And so I think, um, especially in some of the more conservative circles, you know, plant medicine is, is still kind of like a taboo, right? Yeah. And the reason that is, is because they, the powers that were, do not want it to be seen as something that can reconnect people to their multidimensional gifts and to the source of who they are and to what reality really is. Um, and so it has this stigma when really there's tons of research on these medicines, psilocybin, ayahuasca, you know, many others that have been proven to completely heal PTSD and many other things. Right. And it's so interesting you say that because I was brought to that awareness under the influence of plant medicine. Like I remember thinking about like, hold on, there are all these people like, cause what I understood was, and, and I think we can take the conversation there, but there's a very real faction of humanity that is tasked with trying to disempower people, right? Mm-hmm. To give them the illusion that they have to be dependent on a system, dependent on a group or of people. prescription drugs that keep you sick. Right, exactly. And, and But also just for people to vote a certain way to protect them, right? Like mm-hmm. people who, you know, you're trading your sovereignty for um, protection. And so there's this idea. But then I also thought, but this is also, in my opinion, the same group of people that are, how am I, hold on, I'm going to stay with this thought, the same group of people that are wanting to legalize plant medicine. So that didn't really make sense to me. And then when I had plant medicine one time, I was like, wait a second, because there's two aspects of plant medicine. There's part of it. And, uh, you know, I'm speaking of like the recreational kind, there's Mm. part of it where it's like, it causes you to be numbed and to fall into a hypnotic state where all you want to do is come home from work, do your thing and like fall asleep, eat some Cheetos, whatever. Right. So there's that part of it that serves the service to self paradigm. But then you've I mean, got- it depends what plant medicine too. Well, right. Well, I'm talking about this one in particular and what I experienced. Mm. So then, but you've got this other side of like fighting that to get to that next level perspective, right? To be able to connect to that consciousness. And it's almost like you're swimming through really dirty current to get to that place where you clear that fog. Mm -hmm. And I think the idea is that most people don't want to do that. Most people don't want to fight that euphoric couch feeling to get to that place. So that was the mindset that that was Mm -hmm. the realization that I had. Well, of course we want to keep everybody in this way, but when you're talking about the more sophisticated plant medicine, yeah, absolutely. Like it's causing people, I mean, didn't, was that one show that's on um, Netflix. I can't remember the name of it. And it talks about how there was a, there was a plant medicine experiment they did during, during Woodstock. Right. And they were Mm. trying to use it to, um, control people. And it ended up. What kind of plant medicine? 
I don't, I, I want to say it was, I, I, I would have to look it up like in the middle of the podcast. I don't know what I'm talking about, but it, it's on this show called like, why you think what you think or something. It's something like that. And it talked mm. about how this guy who was in an experiment literally like went off book and told everybody about what was going on. And- I, hmm? oh, I was just going to say something, but go ahead. Sorry. No, no, you go ahead. Cause I'm totally, I was like- just going to say, I personally think that if everyone did freaking mushrooms or microdose, there would be no fucking war. There would be peace on earth and it would be changed the freaking world. If people, everyone microdosed and was on mushrooms that that's my belief personally, like you obviously have to be ready for it, but like the consciousness that comes through, and you know, you know, in your right set and setting, it's it's transformational. It's literally like. And did you know that our DNA is ext- like super similar to mushrooms? Wow! You should watch the documentary Fantastic Fungi. I did. I did watch that one. I loved mm-hmm. that. One. Um, I think that was on Amazon Prime, right? I think so. Yeah, I think it was. I watched that one. I loved so that good. one when they did the the people and they and they um supported them on their mushroom journey when they was it ms that they had or it was something it was a depressed it was something maybe they were terminally ill and they would sit with them like in their sessions and like support them while they were having yeah which is also really important to have um you know facilitator if you want to be in the right set and setting if you're not if you're doing these things recreationally or like in a party environment or mixing other things or not you know setting the space or having the proper facilitation from someone who can guide you through it then mm-hmm. you're not going to get the same you're not going to really receive all of the the actual benefits and power that you can from these sacred teachers right absolutely but you know i i think one thing you said that that I, I just wanted to talk about is you mentioned like, you know, we would all be at peace and, and not at war, but then we also have to remember that the, the, the spirit of duality is part of the design too, right? Like, mm-hmm. like the fact that we don't all agree the fact, like, so one of the downloads I had was that we started with this collective consciousness and the first thing it had to do in order to not be one thing, you know, boring was to separate in some way. And so mm-hmm. the first division was light to dark, here to there, me to not me. So if that's the case, then when we put it all back together, whenever that happens and however that happens, the last thing that's going to happen is the absorption of that duality, which mm-hmm. means that we have to accept that forever, no matter what, this world is designed for people not to agree, for there to be black and white, for there to be mm-hmm. good and evil, you know? So I actually personally think that it's going to change personally. Yeah. Like, I think that's why we're going through the Ascension right now. And, you know, um, I used to think that too, and I pondered it a lot. Mm-hmm. And I also have had a lot of downloads, uh, and, you know, things of, um, I don't know how it's all going to look, of course, uh, but I do believe that there's that's what the new earth is shifting into. And I yeah. hope to certainly be here for that. But there's not going to be um, much, much space for um, the lower, lower vibrational um, realm to really thrive in a world where most people are in their hearts and they're awake. And so, sure, I'm sure there will still be some aspect of, Mm -hmm. you know, differentiation, 
But I do believe that we can live in our physical bodies on the planet and have it be a frequency of love and kindness. And Mm -hmm. I personally would like to hold that timeline and share that more. Um, There's a lot of things that we're not even aware of that we're capable of. It's encoded in our DNA. We have a DNA that's 12 strand DNA, right? Like, you know, about the junk DNA that's not Mm -hmm. actually junk. There's a lot of information in our cells that we don't, that, that has been dormant or forgotten or turned off that connects us to our multidimensional gifts, or whatever. Absolutely. And, and, and to the source with, with, within who we are. And also, um, if you're familiar with Greg Braden, he has a book called God Codes. I found out about this because I literally, first of all, I love Greg Braden, but I typed in Google on my phone. Like, I don't normally use Google anymore, but I typed it because I was trying to look for something. But it auto-corrected to God code. So I was like, okay, let me look up what that is. And and I came across Greg Braden's book, God Codes. And he actually found that, it's a long story, but if anyone wants to YouTube it, there's videos on him explaining how the sequence, the numbers from our DNA translated you could there's a thing called gematria there where you oh yeah i'm jewish so i know yeah so he translated um the the numbers from the dna and it's literally read in hebrew sanskrit and some other ancient language it literally read god lives eternal in the body meaning in our dna and so from my journey and experience and different downloads that i've been receiving also um there's there's going to be uh, more people people are activating their DNA more and more and more, especially right now. People's mm-hmm. DNA is activating. This means dormant information is coming back online. Mm-hmm. This is why people are having increased intuition, um, maybe different wild dreams. A lot of people are opening their channel and their light language, um, various different things. And this is going to be happening more and more on a larger scale, especially with the the sun, the thing that's shifting with the sun over the next few years. Um, and so more people are going to be awake and aware, and they already are now, but it's going also, to be we're like, getting a new center in human design, the solar plexus. Oh, yeah. In 2027, right? Right. 27? Okay. Yeah. And so as this is happening, mm-hmm. imagine like more and more people waking up to realize that so many things we could do. We could heal anything. We're literally, I personally don't believe that there should be any illness. Right. Like, you know, it, because it, it happens because of the duality and all the things that are going on on the planet and the brainwashing and the food and the, but you also, know. Also the sharpening of, of the, you know, of the soul. Like if you think about, I'm, I'm very big into the, the raw material. It talks about mm. the yeah, the, the, um, the spectrum between service to others, service to self, right? Mm. So each of those aspects is bringing us closer or further away from that actualization. And when you were talking about ascension, I'm thinking like, okay, well, when we get to that ascended place, you know, via like Jesus, Buddha, whatever, you know, whoever it is that you, the Dalai Lama, whatever, there is another plane. And that other plane is perhaps where those ascension energies, where the higher beings are going to populate. Earth is more to me. And again, this is not me overriding what I'm saying. This is me saying what I'm saying. Earth is like a schoolhouse. It's a wonderful mm-hmm. schoolhouse where we all have the illusion that each one of us, you know, that your mom is your mom and she's an older soul, but maybe she's like a second grader, whereas you're an 11th grader, right? Mm-hmm. So you have this illusion and we're all sharpening each other and really 
bringing those souls. And every time we die and we come back, if we do, we have that veil of forgetfulness and then we don't know. And we're like, where am I? I don't even mm-hmm. know what the timeline is anymore. And then you're like, oh yeah. And you know, you have mm-hmm. the opportunity to go one way or the other and you can polarize. And we talk about duality. You can polarize in service to others. Um, but when you do, I don't necessarily know that you have a point on earth anymore because earth is the school. So if you've already passed the test, then why are you still in high school? Kind of? Because you want to still experience everything that you can in a physical body while you're here. This is what I believe personally, Mm -hmm. is that we came here to literally be the fullest version of ourselves. Mm -hmm. There's been a lot of manipulation, conscious, there's a war on consciousness for longer than you can even imagine. I 100% agree with you on that. So a lot of what we, our divine birthright Mm -hmm. has been, I don't want to say taken away, but manipulated to an extent that we haven't actually fully been able to live like you know, in the way that we would like, you know, most people would want, you know, everyone wants peace on earth or whatever, you know what I mean? So this is why I also feel like, you know, it's, there's going to be a time and I'm not saying like, I don't know what it's going to all look like, but I do believe that there is going to be like, there shouldn't be any hungry or homeless people. Like this shouldn't not be a thing. There's, there's a lot of things and technologies that we don't know about either that can you know, heal anything. And I believe that all of that is going to come to the light. Um, and I would even go so far as to say, not even that we don't know about them, but we haven't been allowed the mm-hmm. awareness that we can create them with our minds. Like mm-hmm. how much of humanity doesn't even realize that believing is manifestation. Yeah. This is, an, an, this is also why like um, I, I, when I share things like, cause there's a lot of information out there that's pretty dark. And, um, I, you know, I, I've been down that rabbit hole back mm-hmm. in 2010. And so, um, and a lot more people are aware of these things. And I've had friends that are very passionate about spreading the truth about what's going on. And yes. I think that's great. Oh my gosh. There's like a duality inside of duality. Yeah. So if you know better then you can create a timeline that is That's what I'm saying. So, so yes. Oh my I, God. I love that you said that. So I, and I'm bringing some of it up in here, but I'm not going into details right. because I don't, and I don't think there's anything wrong with that either. Cause it's funny. Like I enjoy, uh, and I, I, I listen to people who do share things. Cause I like to know certain right. things. Um, and I know my boundaries with the information that I allow in and right. I also, it inspires me to support anchoring in the timeline that we all desire. And so when I share things with people, um, it's in support of them staying in their power. Because when I went down the rabbit hole of, you know, the fuckery that's going on and it's not, it's not made up, like, you you know, I mean, there's a lot of stuff happening. Anyway, when I went down that rabbit hole um, over a decade ago, I got really depressed I I didn't have the same mindset I do right now, but what I realized in that moment was, well, what can I control? What can I do? What can I do to enjoy my experience here and to help others enjoy their experience here? And the answer was support people in standing in their power. And that's literally the foundation of everything I do is supporting people in anchoring into their power and knowing and remembering 
that they are the creator of the reality and supporting people in fueling the desired timeline that they desire. Because you're right, we do create it. And that's that's also why I want to anchor in the, I do believe we can still have a physical body and it be more peaceful here. Cause I I want that. Cause you know, I love, I love my life. Like I want to live really fucking long because I love being here and, and getting to hug people and, you know, getting to experience myself through the world around me. So of course, like, you know, I, I, and I believe that we should be able to do that, you know? Hey, dream builder. Are you loving this stuff? Do you want more? More human design, law of attraction, and manifestation? Then my Designed to Dream membership is for you. You'll get the Dream Design Vault packed with pre-recorded content to help you design and manifest your dreams. A monthly group coaching call with me and a monthly theme and meditations to support you on your journey. Membership is just $47 a month and you can cancel anytime with no hassle. Join us and start designing your dreams now. And and it, it's happening. So yeah, I'm glad you're <laughs> resonating with the, is that was what you're getting excited about of like the whole duality of people? Well, the idea things? that there's these people that claim to be so dialed in and have this awareness of our totalitarian or t- total ability to co-create with source, but then at the same time, they're all doomsday. And it's like, well, you can't be both. It's like yeah. either you're creating and you get to create exactly. a world where this doesn't exist or you're buying into the construct. They're buying into the construct and they don't uh, some some in some ways. So there's a fine balance because it's funny because like there is truth to a lot of that. There is and, in and that timeline. It, yeah, exactly. And so. But, but you and, can opt out of that timeline too. I mean, and you yeah. may say, well, no, I don't. But. Yes, you do. And there's a question I want to ask you um, that comes more to like the practicality of all this, because obviously, you know, Stephanie is a coach, right? She's Mm -hmm. somebody that you can work with. She and I could literally have these nuanced conversations under the surface for hours. (laughs) But I also want to acknowledge that some people are over here like, oh, my God, where are they? Um, and some people are like, well, how can I bring this into my practical reality? Mm-hmm. Um, so while I'm, I, I don't want to stop our conversation, I yeah. want to bring it back to earth a little bit. <laughs> and so when you've got people who recognize this intuition in themselves, recognize these gifts, recognize that they have these powers for lack of a better word. However, their immediate situation monetarily, relationship-wise, whatever it is, is not to their liking. Mm -hmm. How can they harness that power that they have as a sovereign being in the moment in spite of whatever they see reflected around them so that they don't fall deeper into that spiral of powerlessness? Mm -hmm. This is a practice um, because we only see a fraction of what is exists through our physical senses. We see our physical reality and that's, that's what we attach to, 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 we, we identify with it in a lot of ways. Um, and that's all we see, but there's this whole invisible realm, the quantum that we're also part of. And so we see like, you know, a little speck of what's actually available to us. And so it's really important to, not base your 
um, inner state on your external reality. And I know it's so much easier said than done, especially if you're going through something. Um, but the current experience is also a reflection of your past dominant vibration and thoughts that's coming back, coming into the now, if that makes sense. Like, so when we're, um, your vibration consists of a lot of things, but let's keep it simple to your thoughts, your feelings, and, you know, how you're taking care of yourself, but mainly your thoughts and your feelings, right? So um, your dominant thoughts, feelings, and beliefs, yeah, um, create what is reflected in your reality, contribute to that. It, we live in a 3D world, so we have this thing called time, so things don't come right away usually. So it takes a little time. So the dominant thoughts, vibration, feelings that you've been thinking in the past might be showing up in your reality now, but they might continue to show up in your reality if you keep basing your vibration on what's happening in your reality. So this is where we need to um, expand our consciousness and connect to the infinite possibilities that exist outside of your physical awareness. And if you can visualize something and if you have a desire in your heart, then it's obviously for you. And I like to look at our desires and the things that we see that we, we want as future memories. Mm -hmm. And so you're tapping into um, a reality that you do desire. Um, so how do we actually bring that in, you know, whatever to like grounded embodied practices? Um, visualization is only one uh, part of the spectrum. I, I do a lot of embodiment stuff. And so like along with visualization, but this means getting clear on a few things. First of all, if you're in a place where you, um, just, you are in like survival mode or something like that, you need to first figure out what you need in order to get that situated, because then you're not going to be able to really have much space for anything else. So like if you're, um, you know, struggling financially, you need to figure something like of a side, uh, a side, uh, source of income or something like that so that you can regulate your nervous system. Yeah. 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 So that you can exactly regulate your nervous system to be able to connect more to your bigger dreams. Right. So we've got to make sure that's taken care of. And if that is taken care of and you're just like going into these patterns of fear running out or whatever, because a lot of people deal with that, even people who have right. made it. Oh, absolutely. Um, it's in human design. I mean, it's yeah. like spleen. if you have a closed spleen, then you're literally walking around like a five alarm fire all the time. Really? I didn't know that. I didn't oh, hear yeah, more about absolutely. that. Yeah. If you have a closed spleen, then your intuition is so keyed in that, you know, we're calibrated as a society that like the intuitive pulse comes in and we go, it means something terrible. And mm. what's the thing that's so easy to think of that's terrible in the world is like the money situation, right? Mm -hmm. So it's like, oh my God, we're not going to have, we're not going to. So people with a closed spleen tend to have more money worry, not necessarily more financial problems. Mm -mm. Interesting. Yeah. So, um, if, if you notice like as a, a repetitive pattern, mm -hmm. you have got to practice like it, devotion to yourself in a way like you've never have before. Like I'm talking like extra awareness of your thoughts. And if you do notice a thought or a belief or a story, whatever, that is not 
expansive or empowering, number one, that's not your truth. That's the limited self speaking. But you've got to shift it and choose a better feeling thought and take some kind of different action in support of, you know, um, what it is that you desire. And so I like to do, um, I do a lot of visualizations, but I, I actually like do a lot of self inquiry. Mm-hmm. Like I ask myself questions. Like if I notice something that keeps coming up, I start, I get curious instead of trying to push it under the rug or say, no, I don't believe that. I'm like, okay, what are you really trying to tell me? What are you actually afraid of? And, you know, like, and then like I have a conversation and um, shift that, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, um, but yeah. as far as other uh, embodiment practices, I get into the, like, what is the version of me who's living in that reality where, you know, I have the new home or the new car or whatever, the partner or the money. What is that version of me? Like, how does she start her day? What are her thoughts? What are her beliefs? And I actually do a lot of quantum work with the, another aspect of an aspect of me, which is Mm -hmm. still me, but in a different reality, whatever. And I download information. I I get to understand what are her thoughts? What are her beliefs? What time does she wake up in the morning? You know, what is, what kind of conversations is she having with people? How, how does she show up in her business? What are the things she's talking about? And like really, really get into that and remind myself also that you, this is what trips people up a lot is that they, they, don't always allow themselves to really feel like that if it hasn't happened yet. Like, um, just like money and abundance, for example, if like, if someone understands manifestation and they like, like we've all been, a lot of us have been on this journey, right? You, you understand how it works, blah, blah, blah. And you're not seeing it yet. And like, you're like, to really own that is to really own that. Like, does that make sense? Like, I feel like people are, it's almost like we need to give ourselves permission to fully be the, the, our, our highest and truest self. The source of all that is that's streaming through us knows it's fucking abundant. There's no lack. And so we've got to start learning how to let ourselves just feel that way before it shows up. Right. And, and you could do that in a multitude of ways that have nothing to do with your desires. And I like to do this with dancing because it gets me in my body. Music is an anchor. Everyone has a, a pump up song that gets them in a feel good mood. And it's the easiest and fastest way to shift your energy, shift your state. And so that's um, one of my favorite embodiment practices. And I do a lot of mirror work too. Me too. I love mirror work. I yeah. always, my clients, one of the first things I'm like, go spend 21 days with Louise Hay. And let's see how you feel. And they're always like, I hate this. This is awful. And I'm like, trust me, you're going to love me at the end. And they're like, oh. and it's like, I know, I know. And that's, and that was one of the, you know, we don't have time to talk about this today, but I had a really big download about, about how we actually are fighting with a, an elusive self. Like the person we're trying so hard not to disappoint is just an aspect of ourselves that we've created. That's a shadow and ego. Mm-hmm. that's like not even anything. And it's like, that's who we're afraid to, to piss off or upset. And oh my God, like Stephanie, seriously, I could talk to you. Like, I'm not kidding. Like all yeah. day long. Like, I just feel like, I feel like I've run a marathon, like energetically. And that's a feeling I don't get to have a lot. So I hope <laughs> you take that as a compliment. I'm just like, okay, like I, I can stay with this. And like, 
I can have like a thought ahead and it's just, oh my God, she's amazing. You guys like, <laughs> oh, okay, so let's talk about all the things that she has. So first of all, <laughs> tell us about this. Oh, my TikTok and my TikTok. <laughs> tell, tell you about, um, this my... is where you can find her is yes, 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 yes. Babe. This on is TikTok. Also... What was that? I'm just going to say this is also the name of her community. Spiritual oh yeah. Boss spiritual boss, babe. So I'm on spiritual boss at spiritual boss, babe on TikTok and Instagram. I have a Facebook group, but I'm mostly on TikTok and Instagram right now, mainly Insta. I love to share um, all kinds of things related to getting your message out into the world in a bigger way, embodying the, your power, um, multidimensional marketing, multidimensional manifestation, so many things. Um, if you're a spiritual entrepreneur or just an entrepreneur who is into the energetics side of things as well, open. and you know, a heart centered entrepreneur, I have a really amazing free training. It's called multidimensional marketing. It's like an activation. And in that I, it's one of my favorite free trainings I've ever done. I share um, about the new paradigm of marketing, the new paradigm of leadership, where it's, much more grounded and heart centered than the old school tactics of you got to do this to get that and overcoming objections and using fear to drive an answer. Get the so, yeah. So this training is amazing. It's going to completely open you up to uh, so many ideas. And also I share a really powerful light language activation in there as well to I support you like with the energetic, um, like, shifts on a cellular level to really be embodied in your message and everything you're sharing. So it's really great. Check it out. <laughs> I love that. And then you've got this one. Oh yeah. This is one of my really popular, um, free hypnosis I've had people that have listened to this hypnosis and have manifested new clients, thousands of dollars, etc. So you can listen as often as you want. I also share 11 prompts to support in shifting your money mindset. Um, and then beyond this, I do have um, like a paid program, which is a 21 days of EFT and hypnosis that some people like to do beyond this to just have something to add to their ritual. But yeah, you could find that after you sign up for that one. It's really great. That's amazing. And I'll definitely be signing up for that because you yeah. know, I'm totally <laughs> Thank you so Thank much you. for being here today. This has been incredible. Yeah. And I just feel so lucky to know you and be able to share you with Aww. my audience. So Sending you so much gratitude, and I so appreciate you being here. Mm, I appreciate you too. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. And that will do it for this week's episode of the Dream Design Podcast. Until next week when we have another great guest, may you be happy, may you be healthy, may you be safe, and may you be at peace. Namaste. Of all of my offers, the one that everyone talks about is my Dream Design Intensive. 90 minutes of one-on-one -on -one with me to talk about your unique human design and soul vision. These usually book out months in advance, and I want to give you an opportunity to score yours on me. All you've got to do is write an honest review of my podcast and email me why you want one of these life-changing sessions. We'll be picking a winner every month. So write that review and drop me a line and you could be my next winner.